yalla. And um, I hope everybody's doing good. And I just want to come out here and, you know, just flow today. And Lance, of course, I hope you're doing good. Yes, you're here. Of course, I got to be doing good if you're here with me. It's always a good conversation to go with you. Yeah, that's wonderful. And as far as, you know, I just to mention that it was nice yesterday. You had the sisters talking. You had like Master Glam and Lena Petty. Oh, like, yeah. It was nice. Oh, yeah. yeah it, it, was, it was nice hearing them. And it's nice to hear the voices speak that you usually don't get to hear right, them a lot. Versus, exactly. Yeah. Versus um, conversing with them in the chat, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Linda Petty, Miko, put it mm-hmm. down. I loved it. Yeah. And, that again? And, and, yeah, of course. And Sister Biko, yes, yeah, she was on here, and it's been a while since she's been on mm-hmm. here. Well, it was like 2019. Yeah, that's when she was on here it's the most. Fun. But <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. She yeah, was you know she's yeah she's been missed. I hope she knows that she's been missed. You know, it was nice having her and her right. you speak see, on yes. you know different. Yeah, her speak on like different parts of her life and you know experiences. The growth. Stuff there. You know, she's yeah. And she's looking good and healthy and bright, you know. She she looks good. Exactly. She's glowing. She's glowing. And the yeah, comments back from that. People remember her. They, you see, you know, people don't forget good people. You know. No. And I've been privy to feedback with different entities that have come on that may be on sometime or not, whatever. And they know a good person when they see it. And she's genuine. And that's the thing. People can mm-hmm. sense that. You know, and um, mm-hmm. it's just amazing how they can sense that, <laughs> you know, but they mm-hmm. know who's who, they know who's real. They know who's real. And that's the best part about it. And um, that's what it's all about. And for me, I, I love everybody to come on, but I know like for me, the female energy is really when you're real, you know, not the caddy stuff, not the, you know, superficial mm-hmm. stuff, fake stuff. But when you're real like that, I can vibe all day, you know, I oh. usually shoot time like during the week oh, to yeah. be on with me, but if somebody calls in, hey, let it roll, especially when it's that good stuff. So I want to keep it like that, where you know I talk a little bit, bring the calls in, and and roll as long as you want. Th- those are masterpieces, and that's the old school style way I used to do it, and I want to bring that back. You know, it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. But the female energy, and I'm saying that boldly. And some people will say, "Oh, you trying to be a pimp? You just want to be? You don't mm-hmm. want the men around?" Well, you know, to say it to be blunt, men men always get into the whole thing of a pissing contest and the one man up and chip. <laughs> you know, and I don't I, I want to be laid yeah. back. I mean, I want to be laid back mm-hmm. and say, hey, you all have a let's let's vibe and, and I just draw more from that because for me it's not a competition. Now there are a lot of good men that mm-hmm. come onto the show. Granted, yeah, but, but that yeah. Football, yeah. Have you ever seen like some of the platforms, especially some of the so-called hotel pro black? platforms and the dudes get on there who supposedly have this knowledge and they're cussing each other out and symbolically rolling around in the dirt arguing over some nitpicking something that's not what i want and a lot of these champions nah uh and they're all screaming yeah. over well you know back in I, Egypt, I, yeah oh, well, so you, yeah uh-uh, i don't want to do that <laughs> Yeah, I come across too much stuff like that. It's just annoying. It's just irritating. It's like, eh. it's like that's why I try and distance myself from um, mm-hmm. things like that because it's not. I don't enjoy it after. It's like I don't really want anything to do with it. It's like I 
that's why mm. I distance myself from it. As far as you having like different people on here, you have a lot of females that come on here. I'm not even gonna lie. There's nothing wrong with having, of course, having the man on here, but you have a lot of the right. females that come on here. You know, they like to talk. I, I enjoy that too. You know, about their yeah. different experiences yeah. and stuff. You know, right. even like even when I was just mentioning um the sisters that came on to linda and you know master glam and nico especially mm-hmm. master glam and linda oh, you know it was very yeah. nice hearing well, yeah it yes. was very nice and they got to come on more like it and that goes for like anybody who wants to come on here it's always exactly. so nice hearing a different person coming on here and you know the different experiences in life and what they and their truth That's and right. whatever it may be like i enjoy hearing it too and it's right. like Linda too. When I heard her yesterday, I, I really did enjoy her, and I can't wait for her to come on. Like whenever she comes on, because yeah. I heard her say that she was gonna come on, but you know, I'm waiting for her. Like it's, right. I'm really right. excited. You know, <laughs> so yeah. I loved it though. I loved it, and yeah. like I said, I'm looking forward to Monday, and maybe if I can get get a hold of Linda tomorrow, you know, if she's free, free if she wants to flow for a long time and come back on my, you know, mm. it's all the time. This is what I do. And it's all the time, you know, but especially those shows during the week, I want to make sure that they're real juicy, real good and, and cover. Mm. A mo- I'm actually going to try to come up with a topic for Monday so people can see it ahead of time. They can float out there and it's going to be something compelling. It's going to be something, but we can start there, but we don't have to stay there. You see what I mean? We can mm-hmm. start there and cover and then we can flow on as it takes off naturally and folks call in and stuff like that and i'm gonna kind of experiment with other things and um mm-hmm. it's wonderful I, i'm i'm up for it and i look forward to that mm-hmm. it brings a lot of joy to my soul you know because i'm learning too it's not like i know everything when i hear stuff and i say wow yeah true that's a different angle that i didn't know i'm always open for that and that's what keeps things fresh mm-hmm. you know i mean that's what really keeps things fresh and I'm open yeah. for ideas. I can't wait for this week to come in. <laughs> <laughs> so are there anything like on the shows that you heard that you were to speak on or some angle or whatever? Because a lot was said, especially when Master Glam came on. That was um that was a lot. It was intense. You know? She, it was, you know, she was speaking, I could tell that she was speaking from her heart because, you know, that passion and she was emphasizing her, like everything. It's like, you know how you could tell when certain people are, you know, really, you know, speaking with a passion, you know, you, you could just tell. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's like, she said, she had a lot, yeah, she had a lot to say I took a lot of what she said into consideration. You know, what she says too is like, I I say that as well. You know, it's like when you have great minds that think alike and you're like, oh, I was thinking that, right? Oh, I was, I said that one day, or I've said that before, blah, 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 right? You yeah, know, right, it's just right. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. You know, because, mm-hmm. because we have similar experiences and when you hear somebody speak on it that way with such passion, you don't think you're crazy for saying it originally, but it's 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 a confirmation. It's like, yeah, you know, that's something I was thinking about, and it makes you it makes you how could I put it? it? It just reaffirms and lets you know that you're on the right path. That's the bottom line, and and to, to be around like-minded people that way, see, it's a it's, it's a great thing. Whether we're physically close or not it's the spirit it's the mm-hmm. mind 
And when we know that there are great people out there like that, that think like us, right? It's just a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. And you can't get enough of that. So if that's something that could be accomplished on these shows, you know, and not everybody's going to agree like a hundred percent of the time, but no, yeah, well, that's from in their yeah. walk, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, every, well, not everybody. Yeah, obviously has to agree on everything. We don't have to be exactly the same. Right? <laughs> there's gonna right. be like <laughs> there's gonna be distinction of opinions. That uh, that's all right. Everybody has a distinction of opinion. That's fine. That's right. normal, right? But it's like when you have like the same you know thoughts and certain opinions that just like you know you resonate with each other and it's like wow and it just like gets you so pumped up and like i was thinking that too and that's how i was feeling you know it, it's it's a good feeling it's a good exactly. feeling right you know yeah it's like it's like a feeling of coming home coming home to a community that you know you're appreciated for who you are and and it's all the good stuff you know and i enjoy mm. the fact that there's so many new people that have been coming on and I'm going to work even harder to distribute and advertise and find little ways of getting out there. You, you know, it's not like I never took it serious before, but I was all over the place. And now it's like, okay, this is going right. to be a certain way. Yeah. 10 o'clock has got to be, or if I move it to nine Eastern Standard Time, but I'll keep it at that time. Um, and, and I'm open for the feedback, you know, to make things better. That's what it's all about. I want to really improve this here. And, you know, because I've been doing like stuff in the morning for a while, you know, people will go elsewhere. Now they say, okay, you're doing this in the morning again. Okay. A better format. You're right to the point and um, intense. And um, people are not going to come around if it's not anything that is going to be good to them. So I have to make it good to them, you know, make it where it's like, wow, it's going to be a conversation. So now hundred percent, you know, in a good place, not that I wasn't before, but just not as distracted, and I can just you know set everything up and let it flow naturally. You know, it's almost like owning right. a club, and 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 you're not the DJ, and you're not the person who's working in the kitchen or whatever, but you make sure everything is in place because you know all you got to do is add water, add the people, it'll pop off real good when you have it set up just right. You know what I mean? Then you can sit back and watch yep. it, and yeah. enjoy themselves, having a good time, and that's what I want. That's all. That's what brings yeah. me joy, you know. And um, just to have you there is validation, and you know, uh, just Linda Petty and just all who come on. It's like wow, and it doesn't mean you have to come on all the time because I'll throw something up, you know, middle of the night, middle of the day, extra. But the show will be the backbone. The morning show will be the backbone of everything. And um, a lot of times yeah. I'll throw something on a premiere tip and be so busy doing something else. That I may not even come in there, so don't think I'm being rude or ignoring anybody. Because like, okay, I got all this footage here. Let me throw it up. Like, I forgot that I did a rooftop earlier, right? So, at some point tonight, <laughs> and that's the extra stuff, you know. I'm not going to set a schedule with that, but those will be frequent tidbits and the short things and the shorts and everything. But it'll revolve around that, you know. But um, with everything going on in the world right now, how are you feeling about what do you see and? The threat of these wars and and Ukraine, not not that you know, we'll say, well, you know what? That's why I don't like crime. But the thing is that, you know, these things will affect us. And like, give it, give it a side eye, because it's not like something that's main for me. Like, oh my god, I'm freaking out. But not even just that, but just everything overall. What what is it that you have been meditating on recently, or caught your eye that 
you want to speak on or just something you want to mention because things are moving so fast and there's so much news going around so fast, so many things to distract us and it, it making it more hey, intense. Yeah. You're getting hit uh, with so much when you go online. It's like you go to this website, you go to this, it's like boom, 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 there's something else and there's something else and it's like, ah! Oh, this is happening. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like that. But, and the whole Martin Luther King thing happened, and the da 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 da. You, I don't know. You probably have been bad. Somebody call it a nigger or a nigger. Yeah. Stay with it. They'll, they'll always bring yeah. those kind of things. What they do, so we can't we can't even be surprised when the caucasoids come out <laughs> and they want something to say. They, next year it'll be the same thing to get somebody angry, but you know. <laughs> We get pissed off and get angry. Ah, they call us. They, they've been doing this the whole time. What, what is it shocked about? <laughs> yeah, it's just like, uh, I, yeah, you know, I've been, I've been side eyeing everything. I've just been watching, you know, paying attention. I'm not all over everything, but I, I will give my opinion. You know, I, I will hey, speak yeah. on certain things. You know, yeah, just I, I'm trying not to be online. I'm too crazy like that because exactly. I get very. I already exactly. told you before in the past. It it is very irritating. It's it very is. draining, right? So, <laughs> other than that, yeah, I, I you know I keep my antennas up. I try to you know pay attention. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna go. You know, I I'm not. It's not like I'm in a damn cave or hiding hiding in a cave or anything. But it's just. But you, you know, have to filter your mentality. You have to filter it. It, it can't be right. You let everything in. You'll go crazy. And there's some mm-hmm. people that. I know personally they, they go crazy. They're on these news channels, different types, and they send me stuff. And you know, you need to move out of Florida. The alligators—they're all over the place. And it's like you just—you just saw the evergreens, whatever. You know, come on now. You know, um, the wetlands or whatever they do. Is, one or two alligators go in the backyard. Now it's all the, you know. Don't don't get caught up in that stuff. You know. No. You can't get up. Yeah. No, no. Just, just uh, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. No, uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Thank you. That's why I have to limit myself to all of the foolishness, right? You mm-hmm. know, it, it gets to be too much. <laughs> it honestly gets to be too much. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it can. It can definitely get there. And, I think that's part of the plan also to have our brains so screwed up and caught up. And there are people like that. And it's sad though. It's sad when you have people who, especially some of the lurkers, they want to see everything. I'm going to watch Lance's show and I'm going to go in the chat room. And there's somebody new there. Let me go and hit their profile and see who they are. Let me Google their name. No, there are people who do that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they yeah, do. That. You, you see all the lurkers, but they never come in. The, they never come in. They're just, <laughs> you know, they're there, but they never come in. They don't say anything. And, and then the when you channel. say a specific thing, no, and then when you say a specific thing that plus the nerve, they're in the chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of covert stuff, but these people who live these lives and at nighttime, they go in clubhouse and they sit up there and then bing, another notification for another channel. I got to go see this. And they don't get no sleep. They get up <laughs> early in the morning and they just, ah! But the, 
those, those are the one. Those are the folks that love the drama. They'll be tuning in every time there's a drama. They have their notifications and alerts on. I'm telling you, they have that all on. The man, bing! Oh, I'm here. That that they're there. They'll be there. <laughs> Just to behold that. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's cool if you if you like a couple shows and you have a couple notifications, whatever have you. But it's sad when. You still have no life. You know, they don't even go outside. No. No. Ed, but here's the thing, too. Social media has created a so-called platform, if that's what you want to call it, for people to want to hide their face, you know, to be able to troll, you know, keyboard warriors and, right. and you know, just fight with everybody on the internet all day and just get to disputes and stuff and do nothing mm -hmm. and just get caught up in drama and have a... <laughs> Don't have a life, basically. Yeah, right. And it's like they they stay cooped up in the house. There, it looks like a damn cave in there. <laughs> On the keyboard, stuffy mm -hmm. in there, right? <laughs> like feet. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Yeah. Come stay up all night and fall asleep. The phone is dropping on the floor, and and they just. <laughs> That's got to be sad. You know what I mean? And so for me balancing everything out and living in a balanced way, I know I can get up early and do something, come do a show. Even if it's a longer show, that's popping. You know, it's got to be, you got to have the energy. You got to have the interest. You saw how the chat room was popping. Lovely. I love that. Mm -hmm. I let it go on. Yeah, even you know? yesterday. Yeah. 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 Even I, was I, looking at, I was looking at the number. It like, boom, 170, 100, blah, blah, blah. I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was real. So you have to have that good variety. And, and you know, the excitement comes naturally, especially when you get down mm -hmm. on a topic, something that people can identify with on a reel, not just that yap, 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 mm -hmm. yap, yap. Just, just, that's not gimmick stuff. Mm -hmm. and, and different, different shows, different energies. Some will be more popular, some will be less, but they'll all have some kind of interest for somebody. And that's the point. You know, mm -hmm. I just appreciate everybody who comes through and just just to be there and just to, you know, add on and talk and whatever. It's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Beautiful thing. But no, I'm not going to get mm -hmm. caught up in it like I'm burning myself out. I realize I'm going to be 60 years old and between 60 and 70, I want to still be doing this and even beyond if that's for me to do that. And bottom line is, like, I want to live balanced. I want I want my life to enhance this because really and truly perception of time goes by faster the older you get you know 10 years for me mm -hmm. now the next 10 years is like gonna go by so fast as opposed to the first 10 years you know and when you're younger you want to yeah. rush it oh I can't I get older I can't I can drive a car I can have my own place and whatever now you realize you got a mortgage or rent or oh, car oh note my god. yeah yeah <laughs> you like hey, yeah. wait a second oh my god <laughs> what it's gonna be just like yeah. just everything yeah, everything just flashes. Oh my God, it's here. Uh, you're right, right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some people are like, oh my God, I want to be, oh my God, I want to grow up so, so bad. Be so I can, so I can have this and so I can be the legal age to be able to indulge in this and da da da. And then they finally get to like, oh my God, I miss being a kid. Or it's like, wow, right. it, it came right. so fast and I, I can no longer write, you know. And, and some people have the, oh my God, I better do this before I reach a certain age. Oh my God, I'm going to die. Like, it's like, 
<laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> you can't live like you just take each day at a time and take joy in the day that you have, and tomorrow will take care of itself. Mm-mm, I ain't gonna worry like that. <laughs> like in the morning, <laughs> I get up and walk up on the mountain, and from down here up on the mountain, not in the mountains where the house is, but just the mountains behind me. When you see sometime when I do that rooftop, but it's at a different angle. Everybody gets up in the morning time. And I'm not going to get up too early either now. You know what I mean? I'm going to get my sleep. It'll definitely be before like 10, 11 or something like that. Because it goes on to like the sun goes down a late afternoon. And so you see all these people walking up. And they, they, the view that you get up there. And then you walk a little more now. If you walk up there and it starts raining, well, you take one of the vans down. But you turn around and walk back. It's easier coming back down. So I'm going to take my camera with me, a little tiny camera, and just get fit- footage of what it's like to walk up there. I've done that before. And people can just, like, yeah. if you're doing housework or something, it won't be anything spectacular, but you'll just see, and it'll feel like, you'll feel like you're there. And so I just have the camera strapped on and just walk on up there, and you'll get a good amount of time to feel, just take your mind away. Maybe I'll put some music to it or something like that. It'll be something different. I always want to do something different. Maybe I'll run into somebody I know and talk to them or something. You never know. So we'll see. That's going to be one big adventure. Mm-hmm. And the way I have that ca- particular mm-hmm. camera I'm going to use, it has its own, um, uh, oh, how can I put it, uh, brick, the little power uh, bar in the handle that you can attach to it. It gives you like five hours of extra time on top of the hour and a half that's in the camera. So that's more than enough. I don't have to carry all that stuff. I put a little tiny, tiny bag Bye. if I want to put it in there. And you know, just have it there and just show everybody everything. It might wobble a little bit, but you'll see. It'll be really nice for you. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. Just to share that with everybody. Different thing. People say, hey, I don't want to see that. Well, you know, skip it. You know, we'll go back to our regular shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all yeah. about variety. You know. Right. And I know I'll end up at the market tomorrow or something or whatever, whatever it may be. Um, I gotta go see my buddy over in Osu. You know, he came in for, he came into Ghana. The last few days, I've been just sticking close to home and whatever. So I'll get with him probably tomorrow evening or Monday. We'll get that footage in there too. So a lot of good stuff coming up. So, I hate drinking. <laughs> this my this headphones are good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> What's the, it wasn't yeah. loud like that. Folks listening probably won't even hear oh. it. <laughs> but me with the yeah, headphones on, okay. go down. Gotta go down my big, large bottle of water. So I drink a lot of water too these days, more so. At one point, I wasn't drinking this, but I know the importance of it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm sweating like crazy, you know. But that's no, I see with that towel. Yeah, I got it right here, right now. Yeah, you got that towel. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, there it is. (laughs) (laughs) Not a little rag, but a whole towel. I said, good old African. <laughs> and it's going to be something. Yeah, can you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to ask, can you take the heat there? Is, is it too, is it bad? For, like, is it really bad? No, no, is it's it like, fun. oh my God, I'm sweating bullets and I, oh, <laughs> like you're going to faint or anything like that? Mm-mm. Oh no, oh no. It's like when you're out there in it, it's like, it's, it's I'm not going to say it's a breeze. But it's different. It's like even in America, like you have heat in New York when it's hot in the summertime. It's like a dirty heat because of because of the air quality. You go down to South Carolina, mm-hmm. it's, it's like a dry, hot slave heat. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, they had to work out here like this. 
And then you go to Florida, it's a lot of humidity, <laughs> a lot of moisture in the air. But out here, it's just yeah. like perfect. When you're out there, Florida. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, Florida has a lot, you know, a moisture. It's very like, what do you call it? There's a lot of moisture in the air. You know, I've actually been to Florida. I actually <laughs> took a visit to Florida several years ago. It's very mm -hmm. interesting. And, yeah. you know, I visited around like the Orlando. I was in Orlando. So wow. I went around like, what was it? Disney and New Smyrna Beach and everything. That's really beautiful. Over there. It's very, very yeah. beautiful. You know, just, you know, looked around there probably for like two and a half weeks or something like that. Very interesting. Wow. But the air quality is very, it is very interesting there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. See, so it, in Florida, it's like a different. It's like a piece of chicken. You eat the chicken breast; it's dry. You eat the leg, yes. the thigh, moist. It got more flavor because the more fat in there. So when you go to Florida, you can't go to one place and say, "Well, see, you you went around, so you get a little taste." But say, for example, you go to Miami, mm -hmm. a whole different world than Central Florida. And if you go up in the Panhandle. It's not even like Florida, like the other parts. It's more mm -hmm. like Southern Georgia. <laughs> yeah, that's what I call it. Because <laughs> you got hicks up there and it's just like basic. It's a certain way. It's different. You know, you got a lot of clan up there, a lot of mm -hmm. racism. But in pockets, you have to like get around. Then you have the part, you have Tampa, you know, and that's its own thing. People would describe it in different ways depending on how you describe it, you know. Over there, some of the times mm -hmm. that people who have kids, like, don't bring your kids over there to, to certain parts unless you're going to pay for the schooling because the schooling is, like, so bad over there, the school system, you know. Mm -hmm. Things you find out about, you know. And then you have the fact that when you come from somewhere else and you go to Florida, you don't expect to see hoods in Florida, but there's a lot of pockets of hoods out there. You're like, wait a mm -hmm. second. I was thinking beaches and palm yeah. trees and orange well, yeah it was a very interesting experience you know as far as like from what i saw like the fast food, i'm gonna say this about like the fast foods and stuff i kid <laughs> you not when you were driving everywhere you see a mcdonald's everywhere you see this everywhere everywhere mm -hmm. every it's the same thing i could have sworn i saw like five mcdonald's like within like five minutes of the distance or something like that because i was in like the tourist part right i'm like right. wow it's crazy and like, yeah. And you you lived there for like a long time. So you understand and you know what it was. Yeah. You know what it was you understand, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And it changed. It changed. And it depends on who you ask, because some people say, Oh, it changed for the better. They're building more. But you're losing the flavor of what that place was all about because they're places that were like, especially in Orlando, they tell me years ago. Like they have this place, uh, this street, major street called Orange Blossom Trail, where they had so many orange mm -hmm. groves there, up and down. Mm -hmm. And in the orange groves, there's people sort of selling off their land and sort of building stuff. And now in the industrial part of that Orange Blossom Trail in Orlando, at nighttime, it's nothing but prostitution. So it's like mm -hmm. history, but then you see what it is now. So there are a lot of places that are being built up that just didn't exist, that just weren't there. But to me, mm -hmm. to build so much in a place like that where, you, where something happens, you have two major ways of getting out of there. F Florida overall, I-95 and I-75. And if something jumps off on a major level, 
Say, for example, in the upper part of Florida, what's going to happen to the people in the lower parts? So this is why when you have those hurricanes and stuff coming around and they say evacuate, you yeah. better evacuate because you, you have to deal with traffic jams and you have situations that happen over in uh, Texas where people were stuck on the highway because there was so many people. They didn't leave in a timely fashion once they were warned. And it's just too many people in Florida. And so many people are moving down there. Those who come from the bigger cities, New York, Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, and so on and so forth, it doesn't bother them when they come there and see how packed it is now because they're so used to having people packed up. They enjoy the heat. It's warmer, the, the, the whole tropical feel, what's left of it. But it's become mm-hmm. so dense now. And this happened really more so after I left because when Mrs. Scurve went there last year for her father's funeral, she couldn't believe how much it changed. We left in September of 2020. She gets there in March of 2022, like not even a full two years. And she's like, this place is so different. That's not good because people are driven by profit, building, profit, building. And when they build there, they, they build cheap. The structures are cheap, you see, because they figure and they're taking a gamble. Well, we have insurance and we'll build cheap, keep the profit up. And if, sure, if something happens, you know, insurance will pay for it. We'll take a chance that there won't be a major hurricane that comes through and knocks everything down. You'd be surprised the materials they use when they're building there. And it makes me more appreciative of how they build out here where they have the solid cinder blocks, the poured concrete for the floors floors above nothing but concrete and when i'm in my in the bottom mm-hmm. floor there, three-story structures when i'm in the bottom floor i start kind of freaking out like i hope this place doesn't collapse because it's th- three stories of concrete that's going to fall out on me but it's so strong you know the, the steel that's in it and when they pour it and whatever it ain't going nowhere it's funny this is where pretty much where the yeah. hurricanes begin in the world right and these homes here they can probably handle a category eight hurricane. Now the roof would fly off like anywhere else. Yeah. But th- you had what? mentioned one time of how they like construct their houses and it's way more stronger compared to a oh, house no. that would be like in America or somewhere else that like, gets yeah. built for like a mm-hmm. hurricane or a, um, uh, some type of storm or something that goes on. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so it doesn't immediately take you out. Like if you're in the, you know, your house mm-hmm. or at the time, right. whatever. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, 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 these structures that are built that way are so blinking solid. It's like, and you can feel it when you're inside. It's a different feel. Of course, with windows and doors, you can hear sounds and stuff. It's not going to be completely soundproof, but it's way more soundproof than these structures in America. They use the uh, particle board or just even plywood and two by fours, whatever it is they build. Some of the houses may be built solid, like in Florida on the first floor, and then the second floor, particle board. And somebody may build something solid, but it's not the norm. With these builders, they're going to charge you so much the more you put in because they'll start out at a certain price. You're going to subdivision, first of all. You better take what they give you. Okay, we have model one, model two, model up to model five or six, and you can't decide on traffic flow. So for me, I was so overjoyed when I... I can get the amenities that I wanted that would be in more expensive houses out in the States. Because if you took this place that's being built 
and put it out there, I had to, I couldn't afford it. I had to work five lifetimes <laughs> for real. So that alone, and that's why, you know, I encourage people like things are a little tougher now because the prices of stuff have gone up because the economy here is really, really bad. It got a little better, but it's always been shaky, but it just got, you know, it's not bad for a person coming from the outside because the rate of exchange will always adjust so that you get the same power out of it. But for the people here, it, it messes them up. It messes them up really bad. They're, they're earning less, making the same dollar, no, not dollars, but CDs, I'll call it, right? And so there's that mm-hmm. desperation. But the crime is not going up because those who are brainwashed into religion, they don't want to go to hell, so they're not going to do anything bad. But they'll charge you more, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. it, it's still a good thing, but it's not always a good outlook for those who are here because some of them are suffering. But there's also a lot of money here, just like any, anywhere else. There's a lot of money here, but it's not evenly dispersed amongst the people. And there are a lot of, it's just no, not the opportunities for the common man and woman. You know, so you got to do what you got to do, you know? So that being said, you know, the weather never changes. It's good. You just have a wet and dry season. And you have to do your planting according to that because we're about to get into the rainy season right now, soon maybe next month or next two months or whatever. So Mrs. Skur has all these plant, uh, all these seeds lined up. She's been planting and going to continue to do so into that season. Keep the soil mo- moist. And we're going to build little things, maybe even a greenhouse or so. Um, you know, until things are mm-hmm. at a certain level, then we'll show it and share it. But like right now, it's like, because everything stopped when she went. I'm like, I'm not going to go up there every day and do what? Nothing to do. I- I'm not doing it. You know what I mean? Um, and I don't know what it is he does, you know, and if there's no construction, then what am I going to do? Just stand around. So now we're beginning everything back up and, you know, everything's where I want it to be. It took a little longer than usual. That was a setback, but then that's life. And um, everything's back on course. And that's what I'm happy about. You know, So I'm not going to see my thing is that I didn't want to come off like, you know, people come sometime. I see them. Different ones, I could name names, but there's a big market now. I'm moving to Ghana, and this is what I'm building. And and it comes off like you're showing off. You know what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. and, and they actually are doing it like, nah, 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 nah. I'm over here now, living this way. Yeah. I, never, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want that attached to me. You know what I mean? Because it ain't easy. If folks come over here and make it seem like, ah, I'm putting this here and putting it there. And I'm like, I know what this entails. Even when you have money, you know, which, which, you know, <laughs> we have accumulation and, and we, you know, shot our load and got out here. But these people, even if you have a million dollars, it's like, it takes planning and there's frustrating things and you have miscommunications with the builders and stuff. So don't come over here and make it seem like, because people will follow you and crash and fall right on their face. You see what I mean? And I'm not wishing that for anybody. <laughs> If you make it seem, oh, it's just so easy, do this, do this, do that, boom. It's a lot that it entails. And so I wouldn't even lie about that. Nah, part, yeah. but it's, it's doable. If if someone who has gone through the process tells you, shows you, and with whatever person's working with or whatever, everybody can do it to a point. But they make it seem like it was no problem for me. I just came out here. They're smiling. You know, I'm working out in the garden. And purchased put- the house. 
yeah, yeah, and man, yeah. everything's okay. No, that, right. there's a lot of that. There's too much of that, like especially on the internet. Media. And people are documenting. Yeah, people document stuff, like fake document stuff, and make it seem like it was just a piece of pie. And in reality, there's a lot of work behind it. It's not of as course. you know. It, yeah, I don't understand that. And, and on the flip side, I'm not saying to discourage anybody. I actually encourage anybody who wants to, but be ready for, you have to really know what you want, um, how you want it, the things to look out for, it. The, even the paperwork, just getting the land and make sure, sure you're not getting ripped off. Just the other day, yeah. a lot of that. And like I said, you know, I just got another complaint from somebody who called me, who watched the video of someone that was on there with me. And they went through, gave money, boom. And the person doesn't call them anymore, nothing. They got money out of them. You know what I mean? And I blew them up on a, indirectly on a video. But now it's making it hard for me not to just straight out like, yo, see this person here? Because I don't want that associated with my name. But people know that, you know. Um, nobody has ever said, oh, yeah, you, you're working with this guy. And we give money and you get a percentage because you pocket it too. No, I don't do that. And that's why, like, I, I'm not, if, if the person's not on the channel and they're fraudulent in any way whatsoever, I'm not promoting them. No, I can't. And, and even now, yeah. when they come and say, hey, man, this is what I'm doing, man. Do a video with me, man, so we can get the people over. You know, yeah, because the people trust me. And so I'm going to prostitute myself yeah. and let this half stranger get over, rip people off, using my integrity. Look, there are people who may say, Lance is racist or he's a little crazy or, you know, he's always sexual. Yes, I am. You know what I mean? Or this or that or whatever. Yeah. But one thing they're not going to say is that I ripped them off. You know, they're not going to say that. I, I don't get down like that. And so if I can't say something good, I'm not going to say something at all. But to all those people, like I said, and I got a way that I'm working on to help get some of the money back for the people that got, who, who got ripped off by this individual. Yeah, I looked yeah. up on it. I'm going to see. There's a couple of phone calls I got to make, but uh-uh. And even when I can vouch for somebody, I'm going to say, hey, cross every T, dot every I, do not send anything. Dot every come I. Because a lot of folks get anxious. Oh, well, Lance Curve's over there, and he's cool with him, so I'm just going to go and send you the money to make the thing go by faster. No, never do that. Because yeah. the pencil pushes and the people at the um, Lance Commissions, they work so slow. And if you think that you know, it sounds so modern. The lands commission that we had to deal with, there's not a one computer in there. Just an old typewriter and piles of paper. It's not even stuff on computer. Oh, my God. I'm like, this is so backward. Right? And so things take time. And they want you to slip things up under the table, make you go faster. It could take time. It could take a year and a half sometime to get everything straight. You know? And you mm -hmm. got to be on them. And then, you know, then you have people, like I said, they, I was walking down the street the other day. And me and Mr. Skirv were walking down there. And it, it said on the property, it was a commercial property, like a big lot, some kind of warehouse. It was all chained up and spray painted on the front wall. It said, buy at your own risk. This property is not for sale. Could you imagine? So this is the mm -hmm. owner saying, buy this property at your own risk, meaning that. There are people who come around and say that they own this and they can sell it to you. 
and people go for that. And and they produce fraudulent paperwork. And by the time you go to the lands commission to register it in, or maybe they'll say, you know, I can do this for you. And you're like, you know what? Go ahead and do it for me. Just give me a little extra money. I'll do it for you. And they come back with all of your papers looking good, but it's not official because they didn't go up there. You see, they'll dock the documents, take your money, and you're walking around, la, 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 let's build this on this. And they will go as far as building because they're not going to go back and double check. If they, th they think they have the authentic paperwork, you have to do your own paperwork and go there and see it stamped and get it done. Because there's a lot of shysters out here. Because even if you sit on a property and you're not on it, they don't see you there, they don't see you building, they will use that, take pictures, and because it's wide open. We have this for sale. And people have called me up from America. Hey, I got a couple of, you know, plots of land for sale. And let me know if you, uh, you're interested or there's anybody who follows you on social media. They come to me because they know there's a certain amount of trust. I am not going to rip nobody off. And they always yeah. start using their brains. You know what I mean? If I got into that and selling stuff or whatever, I got to know. And I'm not taking your money until you get everything done. No, but, but people get so hung up on moving to the motherland. This is my dream. And you have so many shysters out here who capitalize on that. And they're so convincing and they will smile in your face. There's a woman out here I know now. She used to follow me. Well, she still does on, on social media. She's from Texas and she's retired. She moved out here and she had a situation where she worked with this guy who seemed to be reputable. I think he's a politician, lower level politician, had lots of businesses and stuff and took, took her to the property, everything. And she gave him some money. And I think she got some paperwork that was fraudulent or something like that. And come to find out it was fraudulent and he was a fake. So she, she's like, listen, okay. you know, I need to get my money back. And he never answered her time went by. So she went to the police. And the police, hmm, they were kind of in cahoots with this dude because this guy had political power. That's the kind of thing that goes uh, on. The read between the lines, yeah. And so nothing was done. She didn't get her money back. Wow. He even threatened her. You know, oh, you know, you know, I know voodoo. I know I'm a spiritualist and I got people. So if you keep pressing me, you know, don't be surprised if something happens. What kind of mess is that? That was one situation. Oh, my God. There are good situations out here, but you, you just have to like, it's like, it's like a matter of just saying, don't trust me. Try me. Don't just trust me because I look, you know, uh-uh. Because a lot of guys out here, yes, my brother, I can do this for you and I can do that for you. And say, for example, like one guy has said, we we're putting the roof on. It did. I forgot what we actually paid for it, but this was 10 times more what it was. And it was like, well, listen, well, what's the, oh, I'll give you a good price. Okay. What's the, um, what's it going to be? Oh, give me 95,000 CDs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what? Which is, which is not $95,000 because the, the going rate is like one for 10. So that would have been 9,500, but no, you asking that much when it can be done for half or one third. So one of the other pet peeves of mine is that the people who come around and whatever you ask them, they say they can do it. Like, do you do this work? Do you do you do this or this kind of? Yes. Yes, yes, my brother. I can do it. I can do it. 
That's really questionable, though. That's all right. That's, yeah. Sorry to interject, but that's very questionable. No, because you don't know if they're going to scam you. What? If they're all saying yes, that's very questionable. Mm-hmm. Then something's going to happen with either one of those folks. But yeah, exactly. it's crazy. But chances are, like I said, there's some good situations, but you have, even against other Ghanaians, they've done this. And you know, I talk to a lot of folks, and I don't blow things up like that, but they've even done that to a lot of Ghanaians. Like, one, you know, and they should know better, but they do that. And the other hustle is you give them money and they go to buy the materials. No, you go and get the materials because, say, for example, let's just, Throw out a number. Something costs fifty dollars. Now, now we know it's CDs over here, but something costs fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. You get in the money to get ten things, certain items that cost fifty dollars. So that would be five hundred dollars. But they're gonna tell you that you got to get them seven hundred fifty because they got to get a cut, and the, the the place they're getting it from is getting a cut. So you always go to get your materials on your own. You always sniff around in different places to see what the prices are because they will come and do that. They will always add on things. They, a lot of them want to always do things for you. Oh, I will do this for you. I will do that for you because it's an opportunity for them to get money out of you because you don't know. And then the exchange yeah. rate makes it a little challenging for people to know if they really get the deal or not. So you have to go right to the horse's mouth and, and deal that way. So now you got the paperwork scams. You got the uh, uh, material scams. You got the scams on people selling you property. Selling it, property yeah. That- you know, it's so easy yeah. to do that. You know, I mean, they will even be, go. Yeah. You go ahead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It must be really hard because to ask a certain individual because, like, you really needed help with something or you were, right. weren't, weren't sure or, like, right. they, you didn't know, like, what you were doing. Like, you didn't know where you were at, what you were doing, or what who to go <laughs> to, and everybody's saying, right. yes, I can do this for you. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Let me take you here. Let me take you here. And they're just scamming you, right? Like that's yeah. probably hard for you, like even like crazy, right? Right. And but like who ask, right? Say it again. I said, but it's like who do you ask, right? Right, right. You got to see people actually doing the work, and 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 really sniff around because there's that there's that thing. I'm not gonna say everybody, but it's really epidemic over here where. Because they're not, who's regulating it? You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who has licenses? And, you know, you have people that do things, you have licenses, you have a system of that. But the majority may not be licensed or where you, it's not like over in America. I don't expect it to be, but that's one thing we assume that it's going to be, even though there's a lot of bull crap going on over there, certain things you ain't going to get away with. Some people try to rip you off, but certain things you're not going to get away with when you have a license and you have a business and certifications, whatever it may be, because I don't know that. But over here, any dudes you see working on a property or building, they may be just a guy who knows what he's doing as far as like, okay, I hung around this guy and I learned. And maybe the guy who owns a place uh, has everything straight. There's a guy right around here in this apartment, built a nice home and it's it's multiple use like in the front on one of the sides is going to be like a boutique for his wife and they live they're going to live upstairs but the upstairs is not just like some old upstairs it's it's really really nice um really nice way he laid it out and he's building another apartment building right across from this apartment that i'm in now 
It's already up to like maybe four or five stories, all concrete. You know, he was born here, but he was raised in Chicago and came back here. But he still speaks the language and everything. So he has like the Chicago swag going on with the Ghanaian knowledge. So they ain't gonna rip him off, you know. And um, guy's very smart. And so I go to him now lots of times. And he tells me the deal about certain things, how to cut corners and everything, you know, because it really is, it, it can really be daunting. And then you, then you have the disadvantage of the language barrier. See, these things that we think are, we're going to come and be accepted. Yes, there's that. But then it's how people see you, too, as someone coming from somewhere else. Lots of times it's like it's an opportunity, you know, and it doesn't mean these people are evil. It's just that that's the way it's always done. You know, you're a brony. You. You have money and you're a foreigner. Bruni means originally meant white man, okay. but now it's evolved into meaning foreigner, a Bruni. There's other words that they use, yeah. but sometimes long, they think you don't know. And like for me, I'm a perpetual tourist wherever I go. If I go to other areas where people don't know me, they just think I'm just here new. I'm here for two weeks. Oh, yeah. And you hear them, you know, yeah. saying something blah, 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 about Bruni, a Bruni. And I'm like, okay, they're going to try to rip me off because they, they think I'm whatever. Yeah, they, but they can, people, when you enter a foreign country or a different, wherever it may be, people can tell you're not from there. They can <laughs> yes. tell from the, from the get-go you're not from there. Oh, That's yeah. right. And they tell me straight up, like, they'll tell me. We know you are from America, but we know you're from New York. I'm like, how y'all did you tell from New York? Even if I didn't say anything much, they can tell, you know? Yeah, yeah. you don't have to say anything. That's the funny part. You don't have to say anything. They they right, know it right. from the get-go. Yeah, like, exactly. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm from New York. Yes, I am. I am. But yeah, it's, um, like I said, I'm not saying these things to discourage anybody, but just to arm them because nobody's going to really hit you over the head and take anything but they'll try to be a little slick here and there. And once you're firm, you know, like Mrs. Skurve, they, you think they'd be more scared of me. Nah, they're more scared of her. When she drives a deal and says, this is what it is, whatever. No, she got them people running for real. They don't play with her. And you see how slick she is. I'm the bigger one, strong, I'm a man, you know, but no, they'll try to play me first. I see. And I've learned to alter my demeanor also. Like I'll bring up the rough side. Not cussing or cussing or insulting or whatever, but when I'm dealing now, I look like a killer. Like, we, I, I want them to feel like we can't mess with this guy. It's funny too, because I'm cracking up on the inside. <laughs> and I want to be nice, but I don't. <laughs> you know? Another one of the scams that one has to deal with possibly is um, the shipping companies, right? Now, you got to get a good shipping company that has a good reputation. But when they think they can get over, some of them will get over. And this is even from over in America and over on the other side, because you know what? You got to pay twice. You think that you pay a price in America and that's it. It's delivered. But no, you, you got to pay to have it received. So it can really be a good amount of money. I think what it was at the time, 4000 something dollars to have a 40 foot container shipped over. And we got over here and it's like $3,000 something dollars to receive it. Like, wait a second. And that was supposed to be a good deal. And then with the shipping companies, a lot of them, once they get over here, you better have it where it's locked, where you have to be there to have it unlocked. Like, don't have it where they can just open your stuff up and inspect or whatever. You got to be there because half of your stuff 
will be on the black market being sold when the guys who work there turn their head and then people start rummaging through your stuff. Yeah. You want to get a laptop? Go over there in Tema where they have um, the shipping yards and where we see cell phone, laptops. You got guys that make their living off of going over there. You know what I mean? It's crazy. But you don't know these things until you come. Yeah. I know that, um, like what they say, what's it that he, I learned, that to ship, if you come into Ghana, ship your stuff to Nigeria. It's cheaper there. And then have it driven over here, which is not like a short drive, but it isn't a mil- million miles away either. You know, I think it's easier than going from the East Coast to the West Coast in America, but it's better that way. You know, it, it, that's what I'm hearing. If anybody hears this and knows it a little more, just let me know. But there's ways of getting around it. And what happened with us, we paid that money, but guess what? The shipping company, in hindsight, ripped us off. Because once we got everything together and we packed up the whole house of uh, contents in the 40-foot container, and had everything secured, packed everything away. That 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 alone, from where we had it in storage, that alone was an effort. Oh man, that alone. Because you know, you have an emotional tie to these things. You have your furniture. Yeah, that's my favorite couch. I'm a mm-hmm. whatever, and you're putting it in. And then I had uh, a really big tabletop computer, and I had most of my stuff on there. And well, how do you pack that? You just don't put bubble wrap around that. Well, we put bubble wrap around it. And we put it in this really thick, heavy cardboard box and put all of these shirts and, you know, not rags, but stuff there around it all the way, wrapped it down. There's no way I could drop it from six feet and the thing wasn't going to smash. Well, when we got it and I opened it up, the screen of the computer was broken, not in a general sense, but you can see the point of impact. They opened up that box, took took the rags out and kicked it. Or hit it with something sharp because you saw where it was hit, where it went in, and you saw the lines coming out. It's like, why would you do something like that? And then we had a safe, right? So I guess they figured we had money in the safe. But a safe, it's like they took it to like maybe like 10 stories high somewhere and dropped it. And the way it broke it, it it was a real safe now, but the impact like you have the side walls, everything's 90 degrees. Everything was shifted to like 45 degrees and the door was hanging off. And they left it in there. And, think, and, and I had some good equipment in there that they, they couldn't figure out what it was and left it. That was so wrapped down like, yeah, we ain't bothering that. Now here's the thing. We were supposed to leave. Let me see. We, we was, when did we actually leave? We actually left on a Wednesday. We flew out. Or Tuesday into a Wednesday, or Wednesday into a to Thursday. I'm, I'm not sure. And they knew what they were doing. They said, "Yes, well, we only ship out on Mondays, so you're leaving Wednesday. It's not going to ship out before because it takes like maybe like six weeks or something like that, five six weeks because it's going on the barge real slow with all the other shipping containers. And it's like okay, it's going to ship out." on the next Monday. So we're leaving before it ships out, but we'll be there waiting for weeks for it to actually arrive. So we're thinking, okay, you know, didn't ship out, but I'm going to tell you ahead of time. It shipped out the Monday. It shipped out that prior Monday, and then we left. But they didn't tell us that. 
They told us it was going to go out the yeah. next month. And why did they do that? Well, they did that, that for us to feel that they had us by the balls. That once we got off, off our flight and everything, they contacted us. You know what they said? Oh, customs is involved now because we have to, um, we had, was it x-ray or what? We had to go, where they look inside from the outside to see the shapes of things. Like if I've got guns in there, they didn't say that. Right. But we, we found some items that may not make it. We're going to have to open up and go in and investigate this. And because of this, it's going to be $6,000. So here we are. We flew out already. And now they have to go through. What are we going to do? I mean, it's not like we had like two tables in there. We had a whole house full of furniture. So they had us by the balls. We had some expensive furniture in there. That was way more than, you know what I mean? And everything, everything you own, good stuff, you know? So we're like, all right, all right. We didn't anticipate this. What could we do? We want our stuff. And so we shipped, sent back the money. They got it. Okay. Nothing, nothing in there. We're good. We got $6,000 out of us. You got to be careful. Wow. And so when we, when we got everything, they went in there. So now, mind you, that's what I told you before. When we, when we got to Accra, that Wednesday or Thursday, whichever day it was, and they're telling us we have to go in, we found out later yeah. on that that thing was shipped out already. It, it, it was gone what? already. They were playing games with us. You see what I mean? What? Oh, my God. What? Thursday, but they call us. We have to go in. You have to pay us this money. $6,000. Boom, like that. So it's, it's like whatever you bring, you better guard it with your life and you better think every angle. Uh, and really, yeah, truly, wow. Yeah, really and truly, it's best to, unless you have, see, Mrs. Scurvy got some, I mean, it's me too, but, you know, we, we over the years, you go to these places that have some really well-made expensive furniture and she'll wait for sales. Like it could be something that was made. That was like, it's a bed that was uh, $13,000 and it's a whatever, whatever, but now we're getting rid of it for four. You know what I mean? Like this is the bed that I'll probably die in. <laughs> Not to be so gory, but quality. Stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, on a final lifetime level where we're getting to this age and we want quality stuff, so we waited around. You, Yeah, yeah, and you, yeah. And you want something that's like longevity is last you a right. lifetime, right? That's, yeah. that's why, and it may be more expensive. It may be more expensive, but it'll last you Value. It'll a last. long time. That stuff right? is heavy. Yeah. It is heavy. Mm -hmm. I caught hell wrestling with some of that stuff, right? So, I mean, yeah. you can the inexpensive place 10 times and spend more than what we spent that one time. You see what I mean? So it's not about, oh, they think they're better than anybody. To get. No, no, but we don't want to just keep on getting stuff because I'm, I'm, I'm not a big guy like some six foot something, 300 pounds, but I'm rough on furniture. I'm 240 at five foot 10 and I'm, I'm, I'm not clumsy, but I don't want to feel like I'm going to break through something, you know? So you get these things, right? And, and, and in life, the stage that I'm at right now, you know, we deserve certain things that we may want and say, okay, this is nice. We're going to get this. It's not like we're sitting here, oh, yeah, I got to get this Bentley, this Rolls Royce. No, that's a waste of time for me. I just want to get around. But the home has to be a certain way. And when they see that kind of thing, they're going to get you. You see what I mean? So 
That safe was broken. That TV was broken. It was spitefully done. Who knows what they took that I didn't remember, but we took inventory and everything, but who knows? It's just some small thing that they didn't get, you know? But I would suggest to anybody that unless it is those choice pieces, if you don't have those things, um, you want to get furniture. You want to bring your furniture, yes, but certain things you may not want to bring because you never know how they're going to try to shyster you, whatever. And the prices that, that, you know, if you have stuff, bring it, you know, but condense it down. Don't, don't get a 40-foot container when really a 20-foot would do with the quality stuff you have and that other bit that you have that's not worth it that you can get out here. Just give it away or sell it. You're better off. But the leaner you move, the better. The more lean you are when you come out, the better. You know, now, furniture-wise, there's a lot of things they have here that come from other countries. And I have a lot of handmade stuff, whatever, according to your taste and what you like. There is there's maybe a little more variety um, elsewhere, especially in America. But you do have places and nice places here. But it may not be that same thing that you're used to. So you do want to make sure, you know, um, electronics out here. Certain things are just as affordable. And they have different brands of electronics and refrigerators and stuff. But certain things, if you're into something on a specialty level, like me doing the podcasting and stuff, and I have different types of gadgets that you're not going to get here as, 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 as fast. You got to get them from the States or Canada, UK. You got to mm-hmm. bring that. Certain accessories for my cameras. They have camera shops out here, but they will, they're not going to have the up-to-date stuff. And when you do order it, they're going to tax you when you when you order it. You see? They're going to tax you. I had a, a, what was it, a debit card or something, a credit card sent to me. I think I had to pay the equivalent of $100 to get it over here. This tiny little thing. But it's not, it's not according to weight. But just for you going through the transaction of sending something, and sometimes you're going to want to open it up in front of them, make, make sure it's legit, and they have to document it. And you got to show them, and what is this for? And what is that? It's crazy. It's crazy. Bruh, I like a hundred dollars yeah. though for like what is like shipping and stuff. Did they cut? They tax you on that too? Like, did the shipping yeah. was yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes shipping yeah. is too yeah. much. <laughs> it's more. Yeah. Than, sometimes the shipping is more than the um the item itself. Yeah, yeah. So you got to be slick with it. My, That's why I, I like to set up a network of people who fly frequently and work something out where you can take this on your luggage or something like, you know, a network of people where you can trust that if you're coming over, like, listen, who needs so-and-so I'll get it here. You pay for it. It's gotta be something small, whatever. And you still pay me for not me, but I'm just saying, set it up where you pay the person, meet them at the airport and you get it. And that's it. Because I had a, a electronic recorder module kind of thing with the slides on it and everything. And I had that sent out. I was so happy to get it. I already had two of them, but I needed a third one because I was going to loop everything together. And one was malfunctioning. So, you know, so I got this thing. And when I got to, where was it now? Was it the, was it the postal service? Yeah, the postal service here. That's how we shipped it and received it. And I wouldn't even do that. I'd rather go through like DHL or FedEx or whatever. They all have their drawbacks, but the postal service over here, Everything was paid for. 
to send it. It was yeah. done. I paid for it. When it got here, everybody behind the desk is looking at me all funny. And so the guy calls me over. He says, listen, <laughs> you know, to receive this, there is a fee. I didn't know. I'm sitting here like a fee. I said, but it's paid for from over there. What? Oh, we have to receive this and we have to make sure this, this and that. We have to classify. They had me like a fool. I was just a straight dummy with it. I went along with it. We have to classify um, this item as it is received and you know, the Ghanaian laws and all that. Straight lying. Sometimes they get what? You- <laughs> yeah. What? Are scamming? Like- That's over there just scamming you the money like with the fee? Is yeah. that a scam? Oh, my God. <laughs> so the dude is talking to me, and he's like, yeah, you know, it's going to cost this amount. He, he, op- he broke open a book that had different categories. He's like, well, what? because that's not the common thing that I had sent over. He says, what is this for? I said, this is for audio and, and you know, putting the mics inside and <laughs> having multiple mics, you know, to calibrate the sound and you know, send it to the computer and do it. And he's like, okay, okay. He says, so what category do you think? Oh, that's one of the most expensive categories. It's going to be this price. I was like, man, that's expensive, man. I just sent this thing. I can't believe. And the other people behind the counter, they're watching me out the corner of the eye. Like, they're all going to get a piece of that money that I gave. You know what I mean? That's their scam. <laughs> Ain't nobody going to get fired. So it's like, wow. okay, okay. He says, listen, brother, listen. I can give you a good price. Nobody has to know. So he gave me a high price and then he came down on it like half. And here I am paying him uh, the equivalent of $150, which is a gazillion bucks over here. Oh my God. I'm thanking him for for the reduced price. I gave him more money. I gave him a little extra 20, the equivalent. And asked him if he wanted something to eat. Yes, my brother, I'm so hungry. Come on out, man. I got you. Thanks. He effed me up in my backside with a spike condom with hot sauce on it. And I'm thanking him. (laughs) I said, never again. You know me. I'm not going to hold it in. I'm going to tell it as it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, everybody look at me like I'm stupid. And and I should have realized it because I think Mrs. Skirby, and she walked. I'm standing there. I said, okay, I'll wait for them to come back. They all went in that back room and took turns. Everybody in that front desk because they were getting hit off. Oh, my yeah. God. You know what? You know, you, yeah, you know, moving out there, you, know, you really have to. You can't be as naive to everything because, you know, somebody's going to come. Yeah, you're going to take a wobble of money from you. Like, that is right. crazy. Mm-hmm. Scam after mm-hmm. scam after scam after scam. What? Like, mm-hmm. you have to, like, really watch people. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But I still love it, but I'm just saying that those are the things that you got to deal with. Like, this guy. Damn, the shysters <laughs> and everything. Woo. I get really got to watch it. Yes, my brother. Yes, my brother. Come visit sometime. Bring your fool ass <laughs> over here. <laughs> yeah, damn a brony. Yeah, damn Yankee. <laughs> yep. But you live and you learn. You live and you learn. It's just strange. And, you know, you just mark your territory, do what you do. Um, but you will be looked at as a source of some kind of way of getting over. You know, mm-hmm. just straight up sometime, you know, hey, you know, give me people just walk up to you in the street sometime. Well dressed. Mm-hmm. I, I had a police officer trying to hustle money out of me. 
How? A police officer in uniform. These are things I don't usually talk what? about. What? Yeah. Uh, he called me. He said, YouTuber. YouTuber. And I'm not doing the word YouTuber. My phone was like, I'm in the native African language. A YouTuber. I'm thinking about, you know, he kept saying it. He got closer. YouTuber. He said, YouTuber. So I'm looking around to see who the YouTuber is. Because surely you don't know me. I'd rather be smiling. Shook my hand. I see you on YouTube all the time, my brother. Uh, you are a wise man. You, you, you speak truth. You are very funny, also. I said, you, yes, Lance, Lance Curve, right? Lance Curve. I said, oh shit, this guy knows me, right? So he's walking alongside me across the street. I think we we're just walking the same direction. He says, Lance. I said, yeah. I know you are making lots of money on YouTube. I said, this guy only knew. And so he says, ah, could you help me out? Could you help me out with something? I said, brother, all I got on me is cards and no cash. I'm sorry. I'd love to help you out, whatever, whatever. Oh, I have a friend over there that you can use your card and he can give. I'm like, get out, man. And he started laughing. I said, I can't do that. What? Yeah. Nah, get yeah. out of here. Wow. No, shoot, shoot, yeah. shoot. Because the police don't get paid that much. We think of police over in. Oh. Salary. You know, they get, they, they get a good salary, right? Mm -hmm. Uh-uh. These guys are like glorified security guards. You'll see them jump on the local vans, like the vans that the poor folks, I'm not going to say just poor folks. I ride the van. I don't have a car right now, right? But they'll jump on like, wait a second, what is the cop doing? Don't they have a take-home car? Ain't no such thing as a take-home car. Shoot. Sometimes things have happened. I've heard this one girl who lives here, born and raised, she was telling me, she says, if you live far out and you call the police or police officers, Number one, you're not going to get like two and three cars coming. This is why you have to protect yourself, right? But the bottom line is that they may tell you, no, we don't have any cars here right now. So in my mind, I'm like, I never had to call them. I'm just saying that's way. Well, you better get on the radio and get somebody to come on up here. Ain't, ain't no cars. Ain't no cars. I mean, there are cars that some of the higher-ups have and some of the, you know, in the police or whatever, they have their nice SUVs driving around, but the regular cops, nine times out of 10, they're not driving in a car. You know what they'll tell, the, tell you? Well, will someone call an Uber have the cop come up? Imagine that! What? You gotta call what? an Uber? This is not 100% of the time, because in the city, it's easy to get around. Or, they may jump on the back of one of the motorcycles if it's one of the emergencies, or they may have some, some have cars, but it's not in abundance. It's not in the budget. Wait, so hold on, let me hold on a second. So they, so they just walk. Are they are they walking around? So because if they have an emergency or they need to arrest somebody, so you're gonna put them in cuffs and walk them home? I, I don't understand. I'm just trying to get my head wrapped around this. I don't. <laughs> I can't figure it out. I do see some on motorcycles. Right in the street, the directing traffic. Whatever you see, you see a motorcycle over there too. If you see five cops, it's like all oh, y'all getting on the same motorcycle. Mm -hmm. So what I'm gonna do? I'm, a, I'm if, if I run into one more, I'm gonna ask to to clarify, you know, what really what's really going on. And you'll be surprised when you go to some of these headquarters. Now, maybe closer to the tourist areas is different, but these precincts, what they call in America or the police headquarters, whatever. 
dilapidated, dilapidated, really not cared for as much as you think. So throw back to like the 1940s and when you know what I mean? And even then they had, yeah, yeah. I had an incident where me and Mr. Skirver going to the Cape Coast up with it and the slave dungeons, castles, whatever you're going to call it. Oh, and, I saw that. But yes, you had that video a few years ago. Yeah. And when yeah. we, yeah. And, um, yeah. And another one, it, one of the slave castles here in Osu in Accra. Um, what's the name? Lazia 75. She has a hookup, you know, in there. And I want to go up in there again because there's a part down there that I was scared to go into. Not to change the subject, but there's a part in there. I was I wasn't scared, scared, but it was freaky because it was an area that was probably it was like maybe hmm, I'd say five feet tall, right? So you're not gonna stand up in that place. And there was a little door, probably four and a half feet tall. So you had to bend down, get down on your knees and get in there. And then it might have been like 10 feet deep, but then when you look to your right, it was 50 feet going that way, but just that one door, and they would pack people in there with no ventilation. And so I went in about five feet, I didn't go left or right, I started pouring down sweating. And now I'm on my knees and it's dirt and rocks and I don't know what's crawling back there. They got some big spiders or something back there. And I yeah. wish I had a I wanted to take the camera deep in there and make people see there's no ventilation here. And it's only about maybe five feet tall. And how do you lay up in this place waiting for a ship to come in for a couple of days and they toss the food in there? And if you're way on the 50 foot part, anybody going to say, well, I ate already. Here's a piece of chicken. You know what I mean? They're going to eat what they can yeah. eat. You. Oh. you have women on their monthly there's no, uh, let me just go to the bathroom. There is no bathroom. You lay in it. So everybody farting and crapping and pissing and Oof. could you imagine? Oof. And then being cooped up like that. Mm -mm. I got like five feet in. I was like, oh, I can't do this. And I'm, I'm mad at myself because I wanted to conquer that. You know what I mean? I wanted to go back there and see what it was like and conquer it. And I was like, I felt bad. To this day, it's like, I got to go back. I'm going to go there with a flashlight and dress a certain way. I'm going to go in there quick and come back out because you're going to sweat bullets. Yeah. This was not the typical Cape Coast experience that you see most of the time where Dave Chappelle went and all these other people. No. Now, they had other parts like that now, but that deep down part and in the hallway part, there was a, a, a hole, a, a ventilation hole a little bigger than a mailbox slot for that whole place. You know? So... There's money here, but the government doesn't do right. I'm not going to get specific because they'll come lock you up and you don't see you no more. Military police come knock on your door, you know, especially when you have journalists that go after you specifically, you know, but just overall. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They get arrested on a route. On on, what? If you speak against certain things and you're here and you like they have two politicians going at it and you go after one of them and there's so everything is under the what? table, man. I don't know who you who you're talking about and who they're connected to. All of a sudden you see military police or whatever come to your door and you're locked up and they'll they'll let you know they've been locked up for you know whatever reason they say. 
doing locked against up. these guidelines and blah, 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 and yeah, you get this. It's yeah, it's crazy. Because the egos here are huge. So they wow. can use, yeah, it's just like this. We were at the bus depot over there by an area called Circle. And it's not just some little circle. They call the area circles. Oh, I haven't even documented over there yet. I'll go in the daytime because circle out here is vicious. They'll run up on you and snatch stuff out your hand sometime, you know? If they so that's why I gotta walk around like I wish you would, because I would do it, <laughs> you know, but who wants to be bothered? So when I walk around with a camera, I don't need the camera to be looked at as a tourist. You know what I mean? It's like you already know. So over there, we were waiting for the van. It was a van to leave, and it was going to be a while. So I went out. The skirt was sitting in the front. Door was open. She was cool. So I was like, okay, let me go over there and get something to eat. Bring back a couple pieces of fruit or something. And I did. We were waiting. So I actually, I forgot what camera it was, a small camera. I whipped it out. And, oh, no, no, it was my phone. I think I went live on Instagram. But I had a little handle to hold it, and it looked like, you know, it was a little rig. And so I'm talking, minding my business, next to this bus, and the bus was behind me, so I wasn't videotaping anybody. So this man is over there in regular clothes, looked at me and said, you have to put that camera down. I said, I have to put the camera down for what? I mean, uh, the phone down for what? You can't do that here. I said, do what? Mm. So I lied a little bit to have more leeway. You know, you cannot videotape. And I was video. I, I was. I was live on my, you know, on my own, facing me. I said, "Man, this is this is a phone call. I'm talking to. I can't talk on my phone and 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 see their face. You are not doing that. I was observing you. I said, so you can see around the whole thing and what? see me. Yeah. He says, yes, yes. What? You must come to me. I said, man, you you delusional. Come with you for what? And he whips what? out a badge. <laughs> it was what? Oh, yeah. So then I turned it on him. I ended the stream and I turned the camera on or the phone on him and I started recording it. Are you recording me? I said, I said, is is the Pope Catholic? I said, of course I am. You're not gonna do anything out of place. Now, meanwhile, I'm supposed to be getting ready to get out of there. But there was a precinct right there. So they brought me in. And I told oh. Mrs. Skirp, come, you know, so she was upset. She's like, if we miss this van, because we're going to have to wait another two hours. So they're in the back, and he brings me back there. So I said, let me play American. <laughs> let, <laughs> let me, let's play bluff. So this guy, from what I gathered, was a hothead. And the higher up, who was a captain or a lieutenant or whatever, brought me into the office and so now they want to know, and all the other cops killed, like about eight other ones came by the door looking like, okay, let's see what the situation is now. And so I said, I'm going to bluff my way up out of this. So he's standing there. He is unlawfully videotaping the premises. He started lying and amping it up. And I know that. Oh, yeah, I said, I'm going to be quiet. I'm not going to be combative. I'm going to let him talk. And so the guy was a nice guy behind the counter, you know, at his desk or rather, you know. So he saw some intelligence in my face. The other guy was all ego, you know, that, and it was evident that it was all ego. So after he said that, um, he looked at me, the guy in charge, he looked at me and he was like, can you tell your part of the story? And he looked like he was pissed, like that officer, you know, 
Yeah. He really, yeah, he he he's been he's known for being a prick. So I said, thank you for giving me the time to speak my side of the story. I said, I'm here. Now, meanwhile, you know, we live here, right? <laughs> I said, I'm here on a special assignment from CNN. <laughs> Straight line, right? Speaking to my superior on a FaceTime. That was very, very important. And I did not know that to speak to those on your phone, your family or your business acquaintances, I didn't know it was against the law that you couldn't do it here. I'm not from here, evidently, mm. right? But I do have an affiliation here that I can travel freely back and forth. And I said, I do have permission from the president's office to do what I do because media doesn't operate that way on an international level. I was just throwing words. <laughs> and he's looking at me. And the other guy started to look, feel small, right? And you know what I did? I whipped out. I said, you know, maybe you haven't seen my face before, but I'm very much well-known in media. Then I whipped out the Dr. Drew clip from like five years ago, six years ago. <laughs> I said, if I can any proof because I don't have my ID credentials here right now because my wife and I are visiting up to the Cape Coast and I left those home. There was no need for that. I was only speaking to my superior for the instructions of what I'm supposed to do this week. And I whipped out the thing. Here we have Lance Curve here, bloggers, so on, so on, so on. I said, here, this, see the little headline news, whatever. I said, I, I can provide Blogger, more. Blogger, the, the, yeah. yeah. And he's like, that is you. He is media. We cannot have bad media here coming from international. We don't. And he looked at the guy like, you dumb fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I wasn't And I said, you know, we need to resolve this right away because we don't need any bad media here, especially since you're in charge and everything that happens with your office that comes up under you. But that wasn't a threat. But I do say that there's certain protocol that one must do when they are officer of the law. And I have history in this. And we know that it's a different country in America. I understand that. And I really do love it here. I enjoy myself here. But this has really been a bad experience. Because when you approach anybody in the name of being a law enforcement officer, you have to identify yourself. And you know what? Whether you believe me or not, he approached me and didn't even tell me how he was approaching me and what capacity. And I said, that could have been very ugly. We could have lawsuits here. We could have media here. We could have all kinds of international stuff going on here from that ignorance. So there's some training definitely needed here, some retraining. Not professional and not acceptable. Now, at this point, I've explained myself. I do have somewhere to go. We can take this further, but it's not going to end up too nice. So may I go? You are free to go. You are free to As I walked out, <laughs> <laughs> I looked at him and, and gave him uh, to this like, piece of shit. Excuse my French. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. I mean, I could have handled it without all of that fanfare, right. but I wanted him to feel it like, oh, damn, I messed up. Talk about the president's office and all. <laughs> uh, it's amazing because recently I got a connection to the president's office. You know, introduced to somebody there that's kind of 
I couldn't believe it. I'm like, I got this kind of connection now. I was joking about it before. Now I got phone numbers and cards with immigration, <laughs> with, with the parliament. You know, so I'm really not looking to mess up because you don't want to really like get these kind of reputations because you have some officers out here who have really bad attitudes, just like you have in the United States. And their thing is like, just like anything else, like working this job, I'm not making much money. And look at this guy just coming over here. I know he has lots of money and he's living high, living better than me. I mean, that goes on everywhere. It goes on even in the black neighborhoods in America where, you know, you have foreigners who come, they group their money together, they open up businesses, they live in a nice part. And it's like, damn, you know, I'm working on my life and you just come, you know, so I understand that. And I, and I try to keep myself humble, keep myself, I don't dress up and floss and all this stuff. I don't, I don't, I, you know, I'm not into jewelry thing. I'm not into all this stuff. You know, give me a little shorts and a t-shirt. If I'm going somewhere nice, I want to put on some pants. I want to look nice. But normally tooling around, yeah, I'm not trying to. But they see this big yellow head. They see this guy. They see the way I walk. Don't let me talk. You know, I can't hide. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you get these sometimes. You get these stares and stuff sometimes. You know, there was one officer who saw me, and he he got, like, pissed. He wanted to fight. I'm like, God, dog, you know, how do you do that? There's a dude I knew I can take too. Come out here to beat some cops' ass. I can't do that. I'd be booted out of here so fast. <laughs> but when you learn the culture, the mentality, there's a lot of wonderful people here. But you have to take time and get to know because you just don't know the motivation. And that goes with anything else. Yeah, that goes with anything else. But it's fun. Oh, I got the rhythm down now. I know I got the rhythm down now. I'm good. You know, <laughs> can't be fooled. <laughs> no, you can't be fooled. No. See? See, you forgot. You thought you were over here. I gave you such a good story. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's how good it was. That's how good it was. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm just checking out this text message that I have. Um, Let me see. Let me just send a little text so I don't talk out my head and sound. You know, setting some things up here for next week. We just confirmed this. Okay, boom. Right. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Got that accomplished. Look, 24-7, it's a lot, but I love it. You know what I mean? <laughs> some people say, man. It's yeah. not even the costume. Getting on the shows and talking, that's the party time. That's the fun time. That, you know? Yeah, it's all there. The fun's right there, you know, getting to... Um, and it's fun every aspect of it. Every, every aspect of it. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's fun. It's fun. I enjoy the process greatly, and that's what makes it where even when I come close to what many would call a burnout, I never really burn out. I'll just back off a little bit. But I always keep the ball rolling. It, it really, you know, now that I have it under control, you know, um, years ago, it used to be sometime where it got to be a bit much. Dealing with the personalities and the egos, that's what it was. But now that I have it under control, it's like, it's just never-ending fun. Every day is a new um, creation. Every day is a new show, a new angle. I learn things. I meet people. And I got to make a mm -hmm. call tomorrow. There's a young lady from the UK that wants to speak with me about what she's going through. Mm. And uh, 
going to be a deep show. There's another one I got to talk to that um, we're going to speak about like supernatural things that she is involved in and she knows mm-hmm. about. that's going to be. Um, okay, let me see. I need to take my WhatsApp off of the daggone computer because mm-hmm. you're hearing this ring. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> Uh, as far as the UK, I really like um you have Lady J that Lady J. On, right? Yeah, she's really cool. Really like I, I really like and even just your prior conversation. You just had oh, a yeah. very good conversation. She brings yeah. in energy. Yeah. You know? yeah. There's just so many people. Um yeah. so many people. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, this has kept me from a midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, I was like, how did you get to almost 60 years old? You have a midlife crisis yet. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just too busy to have one. Yeah. You know, you're so you know? caught up in doing what you love, right? You love what you do. So it's never, it's not boring, right? It never well, gets yeah. boring, I guess. So, yeah, yeah, it never does. It never does. Just creativity and, you know, what's next and what can I do? And you learn new things and stuff, you know. So it, it's it's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. And so, you know, it ties in with so, so much other stuff because I met a lot of worthwhile people and got good things coming up. I could have never made those kind of connections if I wasn't online because, you know, there are people out there that see you over the years or if they just run into you, there's a certain kind of credibility that when they see that you've been doing what you're doing for so long in so many different ways, it's an instant trust. You know, I kind of think I'm not a mass murderer. I kind of think I'm not a crackhead. You know what I mean? Like nobody can say that and somebody believe it if they really know me. And if you never met me in person, come on, people know Mr. Skur. People know, you know, the journey. They can go deep down and see inside the old house in Orlando, and they can go back further. Then I got friends that come on that know me all my life. They they got credibility. People know them. That you know, it's crazy. There are people, friends of mine that I know that they've run into strangers, and they might have been playing a show. One of my friends. Oh, oh, you're watching Landscape, whatever? I said, yeah, I grew up with the guy, whatever. Really? Wow. So it, it's just so vast, the stories that I hear. You know, it, it's just awesome. I didn't expect this. You know, I didn't come online, and I didn't come online like, I'm going to get on there and get to be known and get to be, because I'm, I'm still a little guy. You know, it's not like I'm a household name. It doesn't matter. It's just the community mm-hmm. that we have is so satisfying, you know, and I love it. It's just so satisfying, and I'm just so grateful for that because, I don't feel the age that I am got to take care of myself now, but because of that mental, I won't say distraction, but just being caught up and focused on something, you don't focus on the negatives. It's not like I'm sitting, I, I know people who are sitting around, yeah, well, you know, we're going to die anyway. And, you know, these people are like a year or two of me. Yeah, well, I'm just, uh, you know, remember back in 1978 when I said, yeah, I remember that, but what about this year? What, 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 is gonna make, what are you doing now? Ah, what is it to do now? It's like just uh, think back and be old. And I'm like, no, no, no. And I'm not and just die eventually. These are the people who just want to just, uh, and I'm just going to die anyway. So, you know. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> They're waiting to die. There are people like that. They're just waiting for everything to be done. Those are the fools that live long lives. But they turn 60. Yes! Yes! 
because I'm 100 now, but I was waiting to die from 40 years ago. See how much, how much experiences you could have had, but you cut yourself off from life. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Now, now that I'm here, I want to see other countries. Once everything is finished and done on the home front, you know, maybe twice a year I'll go because it's close by. You know, maybe three times a year. I'm not saying it's walking distance. These places are far, right? But the flights are not expensive because mm-hmm. I'm over here. Somebody from the United States says, I want to go to Kenya. It's going to cost you some money. But if I'm over here saying, mm-hmm. I want to go to Kenya, it ain't going to cost that much. <laughs> it's not going to cost that much. It's not going to cost much to South Africa. How long? How much? It's going to be the same same price from America? No way. It'd be a fraction. Right. Gambia, Tanzania, you know, Kenya, you know, shoot. Mm-hmm. People drive to the country next to us, Togo. I was in Togo for the weekend, man. I just took a little drive over there. It's close by. You can drive. Same Africa. You know what I mean? Right. Behind it, there's another country than Nigeria, you know? So I, I was invited to Nigeria before COVID, and the COVID thing messed it up, you know? I was invited to come over there and be involved with this event that they were doing. Same with South Africa. And there are people down there who I don't know face-to-face that have invited me to different places and stuff like that. So I will be reaching out to people and showing the value of what we do and a little self-promotion and, you know, what you have to offer. And people, they vibe with that, you know. I'm not going to sit here under a rock and just think lower myself and just not. Because some people, they don't have imagination, you know. Um, it's just like I was telling the scurvy the day. She says, uh. I said, well, let's, let's just start doing some cooking stuff now where we are. She's like, this kitchen sucks. This kitchen is not what I really, you know, it's too tight. It's too this. I want to wait till I get my own kitchen. I said, we're working on that. I said, well, we're going to wait until that time, even if it's months from now. I said, what we need to do is come up with something creative. She says, well, what are you thinking? I said, listen, let's go to a five-star hotel here. with a fabulous kitchen. And she's like, you're always thinking stuff up. I'm like, yeah, I'm always thinking stuff up. What you thinking about? I said, listen, let's show them the amount of followers we have on different platforms, how long we've been doing this. And there's certain places here that we did videos for that kind of put them on the map. I'm not saying that like a condes, like I'm like I'm some great whatever, but small businesses, we yeah, it, it put them on the map. So I said, listen, we can offer them free advertising and we can do a little free video for them, you know, going around the premises here and showing them how nice this hotel is in exchange for the use of their kitchen after hours. See? And so we can use their kitchen that's fabulous and has all everything down there and you do your little cooking thing and we go in there for an hour and shoot. You do that every two weeks and get enough content with the other stuff because we don't have to wait. It'll be a beautiful situation and everybody wins. You always thinking something up. <laughs> but this, when you have something of value it's just a matter of converting it over. If you have foreign currency, you go to the spot that you can turn that money over. If you have something of value that you do, see, but many people that look like us don't think that way. A lot of time we think what we do is less than anything else. Everybody out here doesn't have money to go do everything right away. Like, I don't have the money right now to finish up the whole kitchen. Got to finish up the house. It's going to take time. We'll be up there soon, yeah. but, you know, a little bit at a time. So how do you do it? You have to think. Every challenge has a solution. If you have mm-hmm. the if you really have the will to accomplish it. When you have the will to ac- accomplish something, 
the universe will, will open up for you, but you have to make some effort. To me, it's almost like a plane flying over a desert island way out in the ocean somewhere, and you shoot a flare up, right? So the universe is like that. When you make an effort for something righteous and good and positive, you're shooting a flare up. And the universe is like that plane flying over, like, oh, look at that, there's a flare. We need to save these people. We need to connect with them. But if you don't do or put these things in motion, and it may not be something of value right now, it may be just a thought. But two years from now, one year from now, six months from now, when you're, when you're inspired in a positive way, things happen around you. You have to be able to see the things and the potential for things, and sometimes you just have to ask. And that's all it takes. See what I mean? And then other things come out of that. But that's why you can make something out of nothing, but it's not really that you're making something out of nothing. It's just that you, you, you are utilizing something that people don't see that's already there to visualize. Vi visualization is very much a real thing when you know that everything that's created is, is, is created out of a thought. You know what I mean? So to be innovative like that, you know, it's just a yeah. wonderful thing. You know, so a lot of us don't think creative enough with what we have, how we can benefit people and we can get benefited, especially when it's something they already have. And you pitch a deal, an idea. This is how deals are made. You know, even companies that are falling right. under, you know, you have uh, what was the company there? Was it was was it Sprint and T-Mobile or Sprint and AT&T? Two of these companies, um, I think they, they both were feeling losses they weren't out mm -hmm. but they saw it coming so they're like they reached out and i'm not sure if it's sprint 18 I'm, I'm quite sure mm -hmm. it was um but they joined one submitted as far as the name is concerned like okay we'll use this name whatever have you and now they're stronger yeah they made some layoffs and stuff like that they had to load shit a little bit but it still survived that's like white women trying to have a black baby so they can mix the genes and survive a little more into the future because they're recessive genes. Yeah, carry and, on their legacy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But see, even with that, see how I jumped from one to the other so quick? <laughs> but even with that, yeah. you know, it, it's, they think that, yes, one, one guy left a comment on one of the videos. Yes, you know, eventually we're going to keep on, and he's a white man saying, I knew he was, right? A white avatar. We will keep mating with the black race and races have melanin and we will eventually wash them out. Oh, <laughs> hell no. You ain't, you ain't washing nothing out with recessive genes. Number one, right? You might yeah. survive. A yeah. And then you get blacker and blacker and blacker. You keep doing that. You 9% of the population. Yeah. You're going to wash. Uh, whole world. Well, oh, we already no. know. Yeah. Yeah. We already know that they do that to stay relevant. That's a survival tactic. And you will know right. why, because, they are becoming less relevant or they are dying out, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> so that's why they got to quickly come and mix with us and, you know, but yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, yeah. And he left a video on what, I'm sorry. He left that comment on what video? Which video um, was that? I'm trying to figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I got to go in the little studio okay. app I have. Cause see with that app that I have, it's a YouTube thing. And when you have a channel, Anybody has a channel, you need to download it because when you have comments, like say, for example, I saw a video that I did and it was like 
11 years ago. I'm like, whoa, I've been doing videos. I wasn't shows at that point, but it was like, damn, to see that number. You know what I mean? And so the reason why I saw it is because somebody left a comment on that video. Now, see, how in the world would I know somebody made a comment on a video 11 years ago if I didn't have this app that put the new comments that came in? No matter how old the video, this comment just came in. And I looked at the video and it had a little picture assigned to the title. And it's like, oh, okay, let me see what the comment is. And you saw it. So when I replied to the comment, now this isn't the one I'm talking about with the guy with the, with the recessive genes who said they're going to wash this out. This is just something else. I replied to the comment. And the guy flipped out and replied, how did you know I made a comment on a video this old? Because most people, what are you going to do? Go through all your videos and look. Now, you can go on the computer and see the recent ones. But after months, you're not going to go through everything. And so for me, I try to mm -hmm. keep up on it. It requests something. So I'm sitting there an hour. Bing, let me see the new things. Phone's in my hand. Bing, something. Oh, let me check it out. I may check it out 10, 15 times a day. Not that I'm neurotic and I gotta keep seeing everything. No, but it's like, you know, it's just part right. of the rhythm. Back to people quicker, you know? So he was surprised. But yeah, you can download that, the YouTube studio app. If you have a small mm -hmm. channel, large channel, you can keep up on it instead of just going through regular YouTube yeah. and whatever, because it gives you analytics. It tells you how much, you know, mm -hmm. monetary. You know, stuff. yeah. It's a good thing. You know, I like. Uh, it's like you'll have one of your older videos always resurfacing or my recommendation. Then I'll, I'll probably watch it and, you know, I'll look at the comments after and I'm like, wow, wow. And there'll be some <laughs> kind of funny comment on there. There'll be some some white person in there. Oh, you guys are better than I. Well, you know, it's just fun. It's just interesting to me. It's interesting. <laughs> it's too. funny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. And you can see how corny my older videos were too. Like <laughs> I was getting better recently, but it's like, just the audio well, and everything. Yeah, audio all jacked up. You know, I didn't know nothing about that. I didn't have. What on? Yeah, well, yeah, you learn and you improve and you grow over time. Right, it's right. fine. I'm not gonna knock you with that. Like it's like real, right? But then so. I'm looking back too, the growth and everything. You know, so I don't feel any funny way about it. But yeah, I used to do some. There's things I didn't know. I used to do some corny stuff to get it produced in a certain <laughs> way. Chopping it up all wrong, and you hit it and clip. You know? <laughs> For real. And like I said, what was the, the first day I did a blog talk show? I think it was what, August 11th, 2011. But it wasn't on YouTube because YouTube didn't start streaming until sometime in 2015. So I used to take the audio off the old blog talk shows and upload it and put a little banner and upload it to, um, to YouTube. And that's how people got to know me. And the audio on Blog Talk mm -hmm. is terrible. It improved a little bit, but it was terrible. All fuzzy sound and shh in the background. Um, blog <laughs> Talk Radio, yeah. 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 That's how I started out. You know, just talking. Didn't know how to control people. I'm not saying I'm a controlling person, but I was too nice and people talking over me and arguing with each other. And I'm like, nah, this can't work. You know what I mean? <laughs> I go back and listen to those old ones sometimes, digging deep in the crates. It's mad funny. And just seeing how I looked, I'm like, oh man, I, 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 I may not look as old as my age, but I'm like, yeah, I did age a little bit. <laughs> Lance looks a little bit younger there, right? <laughs> it's just an amazing experience and it's a joy and sharing it with everybody. I have a little clip on there when I'm driving the bus. There was a passenger who used to ride me at the time. And I was like, yeah, man, hold the camera and I'm going to say a few words. I'm like, man, I'm really just.
thing. I think it muted for a second. I think I cut out for a second. I caught it just in time. Mm. We are driving to Orlando yeah. and just meeting the people. A little crew. I had a crude little camera, a pocket-sized camera. Forget the audio. You could hardly hear the people. The wind <laughs> blows. That's all you hear. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> you improve that, man. I couldn't hear what they were saying. You know, and there's some things I forget. There's friends of mine that I've known that have transitioned, and you know, the last one that I, the last short that I put up about um, family court, and whatever. That's a brother of mine, you know, a friend of mine named Sean. Yeah, I think he, you know, he never showed his face. I don't think, but I have some footage somewhere of him. But I'm gonna I'm gonna put like a little tab on the app because we did a couple of shows, but just like with Brother Holler, just to keep his name out there and keep people hearing the voice when they go there. So let me check this out. You know, that, that's what I do for people. I mean, if, if they, they've done good stuff and whatever, you know, it's my duty to do that. You know, and I'm hearing, I was listening to it today. His voice is so clear. It's like he's right here. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, because he's just a little over 40 years old. He looked up to me so much and, and we vibed. The guy was smart, though. The guy was wise, really wise and smart. And um, his his he would study things. He would study people, situations. And he would say, you know, Lance, what do you think about this? I'm like, man, uh, he, he was a little over 40, but it was almost like he had 80-year-old wisdom, you know? I was like, man, how'd you come up with that? He said, this would be a good topic for a show for you. And I'm like, look at him. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that. He said, okay, no problem. We'll be listening. And me being crazy, he liked that. He's like, you are old dude. Now, not to put me down, but he's like, man, you are old dude, but it's not, like you're not old. Uh -huh. I said, no, I'm not, I'm not an old dude trying to be young. I'm just being myself. You know what I mean? Because I don't see me as that. I'm just the yeah. same and it's always been. So, but you can tell an older person trying to be, you know, trying to learn young slang and be hip. And like, I ain't trying to, I say what I say. <laughs> right. Repeat it. You know, some old 60, 70 year old dude sitting up in the club with gold chains, 1970 style, trying to talk to young girls. <laughs> That'll never be me. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's those kind of dudes that, I have the most problem with because when they see me vibing with a young lady, they can only think, Oh yeah, man, you trying to get with her. No, I'm not. It's an energy thing. <laughs> I might even say something on, on a sexual level, like a joke when some person's comfortable with it, man, you crazy, whatever. And they never get the vibe where I'm trying to, but these old crusty dudes, like what kind of, what kind of younger years that you have <laughs> that you old like this. And that's all you can think of. You know what I mean? You better keep them blue yeah, pills with you. Yeah. You saw that won't even work. Come on now. I'm just glad to be here. You know? Shoot. Always coming with that. You know? But I do love the female energy and the righteous female energy. And, and, and it just vibes at me better because a lot of these guys have hang-ups. Putting your hang-ups on me. Just because you think that way don't mean I think that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy. Oh, Lance, don't stare on those females. You might turn into a female. And that's what they probably, some of them probably say. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Some females might get turned to a sissy or something. No, it, you know what? It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But they, they, they wish they were a lot around a lot of females. They say to keep you away, you know? And like I said before in different yeah. shows, like guys that are like, like check my stuff out from years ago or they might see old bodybuilding pictures or something like that. Some of these guys get mad and what they think you were getting 40 years ago. Like, God, <laughs> dog, you that insecure, you mad. You know? 
I didn't say, well, this, this, <laughs> and that. I tell some stories or whatnot. But how are you going to get <laughs> mad at that? What were you doing back in the day? I was living my life. <laughs> when, they, when they hear the adult stuff I start putting up, they're really going to be mad. They're nasty. I said, it's not all about being nasty. It's the experience. <gasps> Around it, yeah. Oh, so. <gasps> Lance, how dare you speak like that? Oh my goodness! <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like an old boxer teaching a young boxer how to fight. Just because I'm an old boxer and know the tricks, that don't mean I'm trying to get in the ring and fight myself. I get my head knocked off. I might know the tricks and how to punch, but but I'm not in that kind of shape. I'm not in that kind of mentality. I'm only sharing things that I experience. But that's how they are. And the other thing is that on social media, the people that the bigger you get, the more you have flowing around you, folks are going to fixate on you in certain ways. And with some of these men, they want to fixate on you in an evil way. Like, like they always want to come with questions and say these little snide statements. You know, oh, it's like, yes. is that all you have time to do is sit up and watch me and make little dumbass comments? You know? Yeah. Well, you can tell. Yeah, you can tell a lot of those people don't have much going on in their lives, right? Just like we said in the mm-hmm. beginning of this video. You know, they're sitting up here making snide remarks. Oh, well, he, uh, well, he probably can't even do this anyway. And it's just like I don't even pay attention to people like that because it's a waste of time. And you know, mm-hmm. they don't again have much going on in their lives. You know, so it's just it's pointless to even be like worrying about people like. Keep on shining. Yeah. Keep on shining. That's the best way. You get your work done, you're shining, and they'll just sit there and watch yeah. you and just be more pissed and never get their stuff done. Because I know I don't yeah. I don't like to waste any time in the day, you know. Yeah, I mean it's course for me not to do anything. Like if I'm if I'm forced to rest because I'm very tired or something like that, <laughs> it's just something. I got to do something. I can't just not do something, you know? <laughs> but that's how you operate, right? That's how you mm-hmm. operate. Yeah. I don't like to waste time. You know, I may slow down a little bit. I don't like to waste any time at all. No, but this life's a trip. But it's a joy also. So I'm not mm-hmm. going to scorn. I have to be here. Like my friend Tracy Harris, who been through what she's been through and the love she has for life. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I heard what you yeah, I heard what you were saying about her yesterday in the chat. Yesterday and how hard she worked and how we should you know oh, God. her some practice. I can that. Yeah. If she it's any in, time comes on, I would definitely like to cover her. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's a little shy, but I'm gonna get her on. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, get her on. I'd love to hear you know, her. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'll get her on. I'll get her on. <laughs> I'll get her on. Mm-hmm. A little more. I sent some messages to her today. We spoke back, back and forth. And um, like I said, you know, so people who would get on the shows where I speak about single mothers in one aspect, certain types of single mothers, you know what I mean? Like the ones that are not too kosher and the women who hear that, who don't want to hear that I said it a million times ahead of, I'm not coming against single mothers. You're not generalizing and, everyone. Right, right, and I, and I'll, yeah. I'll break it. Yeah, you know, and then oh, you know, see, you're talking against us. 
You know, I understand. You know, look, I understand you. Right, right. I understand you where you're coming from. You don't make generalizations. You're saying stuff. I'm not gonna sit up here all the time. Oh, that's not me. I'm not doing it. How how dare you blame me? Like it's not. There's just too much. It's some of you, not all right. And they should know that. Sometimes when I don't preface that, you know, with a paragraph or a statement, all of a sudden they forget. Mm-hmm. So if Put it I'm in both against, letters. Right, right. If I'm against single mothers, why would I big up Tracy like that, who has been a single mother? Of course, she didn't make the children by herself. Mm-hmm. But, but, but she has yeah. done better than some women who have husbands. Like, and it's not the woman's fault in that case. Sometimes it's the husband's fault when they're married and they're like, oh, I can't do as much. You're fussing, you're fighting. There's so many different types of situations and I have to describe it before I go in on the point. But so many people did not want to hear that and they came against me and they'll do it. One came against me on the YouTube comments. I think she erased it. I can't find it because I good answer. You know, I gave her a good answer and <laughs> but a lot of them send it on the email. I'm gonna rip you up in private now, <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> oh, they'll do that. Like that nutcase, the lady, the white lady that's is saying I'm working for, I'm an agent for the Church of Scientology and some covert whatever, and I'm I'm, 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 I'm stationed in Ghana and all. And she writes these law, and she'll put hundreds of people to send what? out, you know, a, a a carbon copy email. I mean, h- hundreds of them. What? And she comes with this stuff. What? I'm of the royal bloodline of this, and the government's trying to kidnap me, but I have the power. Now, where she messed up is that she said that she's going to make sure to put the final nail in my coffin, and, and she's going <laughs> to do away with me soon. So I might send it to the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> I'm concerned about life. This woman threatened me. Let them go to her door. And she videotapes cops when they come by her house and tries to talk them down. You don't know who I am. I can have your whole police force replaced. She's delusional. But it's annoying, though. And then when she figures that I'm not responding, I don't always respond. I responded at one good time, and I replied to all. She had pissed her off because I broke it down. <laughs> but when she sees that I don't respond or maybe it didn't open up she'll make up a whole new address to fool me and something will come in i'll open up like, oh my god yeah yes. yeah those uh, the, a new address and then a new one if they can't reach you and then a new address. i'm like what that's crazy hey, people do stuff like that all the I'm, time like why you. you're not the man who you say you are i'm like mm-hmm. how are you gonna me, I got a whole lot of naked pictures from back in the day when I had my body and had did photo shoots that way. So if you find one of those, please send it to me. I want to see it. I don't have any. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When people see that you're not bothered by something that you may have done or whatever, it doesn't bother me none. Living life. You know? Everybody's naked under their clothes. What the hell? You know? so yeah, right. Everybody's not going to be like, one day I'm running for president, so I'm only going to do this that way. I'm going to, you know, this woman that I have now is going to be the one, and then don't work out, and then you have a bad breakup, and she says things or has things. Eh, so what? I never had problems like that because folks know I'm crazy anyway. You bring up something, I'll bring up the rest of it. Tell the whole story now. Tell the part that you did. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, 
Anyway, I am. Um, the energy is getting a little. I'm gonna take a nap soon. I, and I said you end it, right? But yeah, no, I'm actually about to. No, 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 no. I'm actually about to. Like, I'm gonna go. Um, yeah. You know, just go. And I'm enjoying myself, but it's just that all the shows that yesterday I was feeling I woke up late. No, but I'm good. And you call anytime we'll do it. But I want to just, yeah, yeah. My, my, I just want to lay down. And when I say lay down, just 30 minutes, I'm lay down. I'm going to get up and do more work. So if you see stuff getting, and I you know, whatever you have, yeah, whatever you have to get done, you know, go do it. I encourage you, you know, you, you're everywhere. You're here, there, you know, you're trying to get stuff done. I, right, this, it's for the people, you know, you got to do what you got to do. I'm going to stop you, right? So. No, no, you, but you, you're part of the family. So yeah, I know you oh, understand. Thank Plus, you. Said, thank in the you. morning, we're going to go up and we're going to walk up that mountain. We're going to go early. <laughs> I'm like, better get in the bed on time. And she means it. So I'm like, oh, yeah. God, I mean, you want to sleep. No, you're coming. You know, trust me. She can be acting Why a little nice. Why you your ass there? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's all good. It's all but I love these conversations. It has its own energy, its own unique, intimate kind of like, you know, this the conversations we have. If I was riding a bus and heard the, these conversations, I'd pass my stop just to hear the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I just sneak in, sneak up, creep up, just to listen to what you had to say. You know, I, yeah, but I'll you know, it. conversation. Yeah, conversations like this are, are becoming very, you know. Rare, you know, having a good conversation, even just trying to have a good conversation with someone, it's very it's rare, even on the internet. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and I grew up. I love conversation. Yeah, I grew up. It was just it was like so organic. Much. Yeah, yeah. Right. You can start out and say, "Hey, we'll start talking about this, or whatever, if you want to," but you know, it goes around everywhere else, and and it, spontaneous shooting from the hip. I could do that all day. Matter of fact, I do do that all day, you know, whether it's recorded or not. You know, so it, 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 to me, it does something to your brain in a way. It does something to your heart to feel connected and you're exchanging this energy. And it's a beautiful thing. One day they're going to have a graph where they could see how the brain processes this and it shoots over to the other person and you're vibing and you're creating something. And when you have good conversations like this, you know, it does something to the atmosphere around you. You know, it does. It's, it's such a positive thing. Even if you're speaking about controversial things, it's almost the same thing. See, we have a we have a sense about us. Those who are in tune. It's like if you live with someone in your home and they brought somebody over there on some righteous level. They came over for an hour or two to discuss something or eat something or whatever. And you don't know them, but you came home after they left. And you're like, there was somebody in here who was in here. You're not going to ask it like. You accuse them of anything, but it's just like you could sense when somebody was there, you know? So mm -hmm. that's just, yeah, that's, that's, that's how it is. And we have that sense, but we're, it's dying because, because we're, we're, we're taking away all things that relate to us as human beings directly. A conversation. I mean, a computer is good. You can mm -hmm. search things. Things should be entertained, but it's one-sided. What about vibing back and yeah. forth, you know? Yeah. And, and uh -huh. shooting those signals in the next person's brain, it, it does something to you, especially when you get older. You know, especially when you get older, you keep yourself sharp that way. You're not going to keep yourself sharp just looking at the computer, just looking at the social media. You got to talk, got to vibe. How was your day? How do you feel? 
If you feel sad and the person talking to you to uplift you, it, the computer can't do that. It can distract you. But speaking to somebody else who's truly concerned for you does something for you. You know? And that's, that's maybe it'll never be proved, but I feel that way. The human contact is number one to keep us sustained and keep, keep us with a full life. If, if that's not the case, why is it that solitary confinement in prison does so many bad things to us because we want to have the contact. I'm going to lock you up by yourself in this dark room and just hang you food. And you hit the grow the hair and they start talking to themselves and because they need that relation and they're not getting it. So yeah, we need that. We need to get out and vibe with good people though. You know, but my dear, yeah. I'm going to do a few yeah. things here. I'll let, you, I'll let you have the last word. <laughs> yeah. Um, Thank you so much. Always, as per usual, as per usual. Thank you. You know what? Wouldn't be the same without you. Like I said, your family. It wouldn't be the same without you. And I love that phone call. Look, I was here. You know, I got the call. I said I knocked this little thing out real quick. Boom, and here (laughs) we are. You take priority. (laughs) This three-hour calls. The world must. Yes. And I love you righteously, and I hope you do what platform and everybody loves you too and um you're respected and you are drop dead gorgeous and beautiful and i can't wait for the photo you send to me for this other uh, battle <laughs> yeah, thank you thank you very much you as well all right thank you, thank you. Okay. all right sweetheart. have a good night bye okay bye-bye 